Good morning, Tunnel Crew has-beens. David Briggs, Chris Bates here on Friday, June 31st. Also, episode 31. How about that? Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And I, that, knew, I knew it would happen someday. <laughs> <laughs> and we've and we, you know, we've been talking about what we're gonna what we're covering in the opening segment, and that might be it, right? That's the thirty first on, you know, episode thirty thirty one. Um, no, there's hey, there's seven on seven football. So I mean, we weren't we? I guess last week we said we weren't going to do a podcast this week, but we we decided we we're going to go ahead and try to get it done. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say our our constituents or our our, our you know. D- Dozens of followers were upset, but one or two, one or two have reached out to me when we don't have one. So, so for those one or two, we decided, hey, let's go ahead and, uh, and I'm, hey, I'm, I'm glad we are. I mean, yeah. we're gonna have you know, Stephen Trout, you know, on that. That's a, uh, uh, I'm excited about that. I mean, he's not able to be here in person, but we're gonna do it remotely. Him calling in, uh, looking forward to talking to him. I've known him his whole life. Uh, he, he, him, and a couple others, I think, literally. Uh, closed the door on on my mom's daycare. They were the last ones out one day, and that was it. You know, shut it down. Uh, But that's not because of them. That was mainly just because, you know, she had not had kids. So it don't get any more big time than Stephen Trout, right? I mean, we can't – I mean, there's nobody that we could get on our show that would be any more big time than that. Well, I mean, you're setting me up to fail right here. There's nobody, right? Well, I mean, my goodness. I mean, there's a whole bunch of people that are – Equal or but well, there, yeah. There's just nobody. I mean, that's it's big time. But isn't that how we look at everybody we have? True, I mean, true. I mean, I mean, just about everybody we have on this show is is what either smarter than us, more successful. I mean, you know, I mean, it, all the, all the above. It's just us looking up to everybody that that comes on, right? But, yeah, true. Uh, but but absolutely, he is a uh, uh, you know he, he's at the top of 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 the coaching level as far as you know college baseball, you know, Division One, and and Texas State had. Uh, Heck of a last couple of years. I mean, he's uh, kind of put them on the map as far as uh, um, well. Of course, I guess I, you know I'm, I've been keeping up with it because of him. Yeah. But but they they made a really good run last year. Mm-hmm. So um, that's coming up. Uh, what about seven on seven? We talked about that. Are they what eight and zero? Yeah, I right think now? they're eight and zero. Uh, they look pretty good. Uh, both you know both sets of teams. I know they got a one and a two. One team you know the ones go and then they put the twos out there. They all they all looking good, man. It's it's fun to see the coaches out there uh, screaming and hollering at them when they do. You know they don't do what they're supposed to, and it's just fun to it's fun to think that we're really really close to the season starting. Hey, we're just like a month away from August first. Yeah. Do you do you wake up in a little bit better mood on August first like I do? I mean, it's I, just it's just you know yeah, it's 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 very it's a very exciting time, especially when when the expectations that we have are there. Uh, it just makes it. It just makes it harder to to wait to wait. Yeah, yeah it makes it harder to wait. Well, I mean, uh, you know, Dave Campbell has come out for 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 you high roller subscribers. I'm one of those guys that buys it, you know, off the rack. So I'm still waiting. Uh, but that's you know a lot of big big news and you know a lot of good stuff written up about hooks, uh, stuff about Keyshawn. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's there's a lot of good stuff going on. But that's I feel like we've been saying that for thirty episodes and you know, so, into this one. Yeah. So Dave Campbell's they pr- they predict Keyshawn is a preseason All State player. They've got us ranked tenth uh, in the state, which we 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 know we're going higher than that. And 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 rankings don't mean anything. 
I mean, other than it puts a target on your back for yeah. one, so that yeah. may, that gives everybody the, yeah. the opportunity to well, play their try to play their best game against you. But it is good for the for the community. It is good for yes. the, the the players to get that recognition, and 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 gives them a reason to to keep to try to play as as good as we can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we pretty much had those expectations before that ever came out as yeah. far as where we thought we were. Uh, it so just validated us. Val- validates us. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I kind of feel like some of these new buildings and things coming up, you know, if we've been, if we've been screaming from the mountaintop for so long, maybe there should be like yeah. a little corner brick or something on there with, you know, tunnel crew has been. Speaking of buildings, I mean, we haven't, we haven't seen any, um, you know, any building of the new structures, but they are working on the schools and stuff. I know they they added floors to the band hall, which mm-hmm. was needed. Um, they, I think they they're starting on one of the uh, wings of the junior high and the elementary, yeah. and so lots of lots of good stuff going on um, to get those those uh, facilities up to up yeah. to standard. And then uh, looking forward to seeing all the athletic yeah. stuff. Well, I mean, let's be real. We you know we. Obviously, you know, we love athletics, and we love everything about what we do athletically here. But that's not just our goal. I mean, we we want to be we want to be that you know that school that continues to you know to 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 gain UIL academic awards and to, to have high test scores and and amazing facilities as far as classrooms to attract you know uh, top notch you know teachers to retain the the ones we have. That's 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 our goal. To, and you know, top notch athletes. Yes, yes, everything. Yeah, right. What in that? What that's your new yeah. thing? We're good at everything. We're good at everything. See, he's so important. He can't. I guarantee it's Dixie baseball calling him, saying, "Mr. President, we need you uh, on a plane." Uh, you know, I thought to, I turned the volume down, but I guess I didn't. I well, I'm still learning this i this iPhone stuff. It's amazing when you got a phone that works. It's amazing the stuff that 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 happens, and you know. So, um, what else in the opening segment? Excited about talking to Stephen. We'll get him on here in a, in a minute. Um, Going to bring up all kinds of fun stuff because, you know, we've had so many of his family members on. I'm, I'm curious yeah. to, to see if we can validate, confirm, whatever you want to call, some of the, the things that, that uh, you know, we, we've, we've heard about him in the past. Um, still got to get Eddie on. Yeah. We have to get Eddie on. I don't know. I don't know what we've got to do <laughs> to, to get to, you know, to, for Gene to sign well, off on that, but we have to get Eddie on. So. Yeah. I, I think if we just text him and tell him to be at the Katie Anna Joe's one Friday morning, he'll show up, and Gene will be at the elementary. That's right. <laughs> so she she would well she'd know at some point. Yeah, she'll be at the elementary, and she, maybe somebody call her. I mean, hey, I I could do something stupid in second period at the junior high, and before lunch, my mom knew about it. So absolutely, she would know at some point that day. But uh, um, so let's take a break. Well, the damage will be done by then, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, she's pretty powerful. Well, yeah. that might be the end of our show. <laughs> so uh, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back, and we'll have Stephen with us. Uh, looking forward to talking to him. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, we're back. This is uh, Chris Bates and David Briggs, uh, Tunnel Crew Has Been's podcast. Uh, we got our guest on today, um, Stephen Trout. He's the head baseball coach at Texas State University. Former Hooks alumni, what, 01? 03. 03, yeah. yeah. So, 02 football season was the was the, was the the real good football year for us, um, and you were a part of that team. 
Hey, Stephen, we appreciate you coming on. Um, what, what's going on down there in uh, San Marcos? Well, first, I appreciate you guys having me on. I've, I've listened to a lot of these. You guys are doing a great job and, and uh, fun to catch up with with uh, everybody back home. But, uh, no, right now it's, uh, you know, the season ended uh, at the end of May, and uh, it's, it's recruiting season. So now it's trying to load up for uh, for next year's team and, and uh, hitting high school games and, and uh, getting through the transfer portal and uh, a little bit of everything. So it's it's pretty – Pretty busy time right now um, in the recruiting world. Is it possible that right now is as busy as in the middle of playing games? It can be. I mean, it's a lot of times on the phone, a lot of times talking with my assistants, trying to figure out where we're going and who we're talking to and and uh, trying to put this whole piece uh, puzzle together. And so, um, you know, definitely more nights at the house, which is awesome. But, uh, but definitely, uh, you know, busy times trying to uh, put this thing together to be the best we can next year. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, we we've got a few questions, but we don't want to take too much of your time because we do know I mean, we we know that that really you guys don't get a downtime. I mean, uh, uh, there's technically a dead period, you know, for for different types of recruiting and things and that. But but you really y'all y'all just don't uh y'all don't get any kind of a, a break really. So uh, so we don't want to take too much of your time. We appreciate you being here, um, but we want to want to ask you a few questions, maybe some things that some of our listeners don't know. Uh, uh, and then we're absolutely going to play five questions with you here at the end. So, Chris, what you got for him? All right. So, growing up as a baby in the Trout family, do, do do you remember ever a time that you didn't have a baseball in your hand? And I and and just my personal uh, experience with you, and I don't know if you even remember this, but um, when I was maybe eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, we used to walk from East Hooks to the baseball field, the high school baseball field, a group of us, and we would play. And a lot of times you would come over and you were a little bitty and you would play with us. And, and of course, you were able to hang around, hang with us just like, you know, like you were part of, you know, the same age as us. And um, and so I, I remember you being a little kid and being a very good baseball player. So is that something that's always been a part of your life? Yeah, it's been since since day one. I think that's the – the beauty of being the younger one, you get to sit there and, and uh, watch a lot of baseball, softball, you know, really all the sports. Uh, but, yeah, it, it was awesome to follow uh, Scott and Kelly and, and uh, watch them play. But, you know, to me, I, I felt like, you know, now that I'm older, uh, it was just experience after experience getting to watch them play and learn. And, and uh, you know, I felt even at a younger age, I was always, you know, kind of diving into the game. And so, yeah, I was out there playing some some cut ball and wall ball. And, and uh, you know, we had seemed like 505 basketball games going on during every high school varsity baseball game over at the house. And so yeah. um, if, if it wasn't a baseball, it was a basketball or a football or, um, you know, something going on. So it was de- definitely very active. Um, and so, yeah, I got to, got to watch them play a whole lot, which was, which is awesome and learn. And, and, uh, but, you know, they said, they, the, I think the, the hard part of it is they set some high expectations as well, which is, uh, you know, awesome trying to follow in those footsteps. And, and uh, I felt like I had a decent chance on the athletic side, academic side, they had me though. So, um, and so it's kind of, <laughs> Kind of hard to follow up to uh, valedictorians, but you know I was number seven, so I was top ten percent. So I I held my own a little bit, but uh, they definitely uh, you know t- took it to a different standard when it came to that. But yeah, it was it was it was some athletic, especially baseball twenty four seven, especially living right next to that to the baseball field. So have you ever thought about the idea, like like say you went to your dad and you were like, hey dad, I think I want to be a painter. What what do you think that conversation would have been like going in the Trout family? I probably just would have hired me at JC Trout Furniture, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I but, know. Uh, they would have been supportive or whatever. It's just nah, uh, one of those sure. things that uh, 
we know that you you are i mean man you you didn't have a choice really but at the same time we know your mom and dad and know they would have they were supportive whatever you want to do but with where you grew up and who you grew up with and and like chris said even even kids that were older than you you were always around man it was a it, it was kind of a sure thing that you were going to have a ball in your hand and 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 uh you know being athletic so oh uh, for sure it was i mean it was fine i remember many times getting off of the bus and going right in getting a snack and then running right over to uh coach Walter's practices and I would just catch in for him every, every day. And I mean, that's just, that was pretty much my daycare. So I think my parents yeah. got off pretty, pretty, they probably need to owe coach Walt some money for, for taking care of me all the time. But, uh, but that's well, what I was. Have him on here at some point. We will, uh, we'll see if we can get that set up. See if there's Perfect. something we can get that figured out for him. Now, you know, we, we've had a lot of your family members on this show. Okay. Um, and, and pr- pretty much I'm going to say some of our best episodes, uh, have been, uh, well, Kelly and Lori, it was it was one of the longest shows we've had, and I'm going to say it was one of the absolute best ones, um, just because of of the the stories that we were told and the things that came up and the things that we we talked about. Some stuff I knew, and then some stuff I didn't even know. Uh, I just want to give you a chance. You know, any of those things that that were brought up. You know, do you want to confirm or do you need to deny any of those stories? Um, you know, are they way off base or were they pretty much? Uh, dead on with some of the things they, they were talking about. I think one of them was, was uh, lost you one day and come out and on the baseball field, uh, even no diaper or nothing out there, just running around playing ball by yourself on, on the baseball field. One, one yeah. of those were one of the stories. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I'm probably going to go ahead and have to uh, accept and agree to all their stories to, to, to the most part, the pretty truthful ladies. So, um, and so <laughs> that's, uh, that's it. But yeah, that's, that's probably one of the biggest times my, my dad got in the biggest trouble just because he didn't know, he didn't know where his son went. I can't remember how old I was, maybe two. Uh, and I got a, you know, my son Banks right now, he's 20, 20 months. So I kind of imagined in my head of him, him leaving the house and heading next yes. door. And, and uh, yeah, I was, a, I was a pretty good pitcher and catcher that day um, out there on that field. But yeah, the, the diaper was, the diaper was definitely optional. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I had a baseball field to, to myself. So, I mean, what a, what a great time for a youngster to head out there and, and go uh, imagine some stuff and, and uh, make some plays without a diaper on. See, I appreciate you acknowledging that they were, you know, that they're, they're honest, definitely, because I think your cousin Nathan tried to discredit everything they said about him. And, and, and I just I, 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 I've got to know Nathan pretty well. And I'm pretty much going to go with what Lori tells me about Nathan every time. But that's that, that's just the. Uh, I think Nathan we've discovered is more like your dad than maybe you or Scott. So how about there, that? Yeah, I, there, there's a lot of truth to that. A lot of yes, truth to that. Yes. So, yeah. So, so. Um, next question on there. This is you know this this is one personal for me now. You you were one of the last ones that my mom had over at uh, Mom Pat's daycare. Now you do not take that the wrong way. That's not a <laughs> that's not an indictment or anything on you. That's just because. Uh, well, pretty much I had worn her out in life and, and uh, uh, she just didn't have much left in her. Um, tell me, and I asked Kelly and Lori this, uh, what's a, what would one of your favorite mom and pap memories be? Man, there's a lot. You know, it's funny. We, we pull up old videos all the time and it seems like at some point in time, you know, something from their house comes up uh, when all the kids were there. And, and uh, you know, I always just remember Clayton Little crying and crying over there, throwing something all the time. So um but now probably probably the most memorable because it stays with me today is i'll never forget we were dancing and and uh, spinning around there and i hit remember the, those old tvs they sat on the ground and they had the big box Absolutely. Uh, they sat around the ground and i was just the right perfect height um and i was spinning spinning 
and I turned and, and hit my hit my forehead right on the corner of the TV. And I'm it. assuming I got stitches because I got a good scar on the top of my yeah. head still. Yeah. Um, and, hey, and I'll give you one guess where that TV came from. <laughs> well, you should have got your money back, I guess. It, it so. came from, oh, from across the street. Now, well, I guarantee you we'd had it so long by then, there was no warranty left on it. <laughs> the the, the hey, really look. cool thing is that you, not that you got hurt, but that there wasn't, you know, uh, there wasn't lawsuits everywhere because of getting hurt. That was a different time, you know, as far as how that stuff worked. Uh, 100%. I, your parents and all the other parents always telling her that she could spank y'all and do this and that. But we talked about this also with your sister and them that y'all never, now I say y'all never got a spanking. You and Clayton might have, because <laughs> again, y'all kind of came in where, you know, she was just a little bit worn out and that was really more my fault. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, re I remember a few, maybe not a whole lot. Um, so it, <laughs> They'd get after us every once in a while, but I think they would more just threaten us, hey, if you don't uh, you don't act right, you're not going to get to play when you get home. So yeah. we, uh, we figured it out pretty good. But it was funny, my my son Banks, the reason I just remembered that was because he just got the same – I promise it's in the same spot, uh, <laughs> just going a different way. He just he, he hit his head at daycare, and uh, my wife had to take him to the ER and get it glued up, and he's, he might have a little scar just like me. So we'll, we'll call it, I guess, the, the, the Mama <laughs> Pat scar. So. Well, that, that's that's good to hear because I mean I know my, I mean we we've got those great stories and it's good to hear I guess that boys are still boys right? That's right, that's right. Let them play and then we'll figure it out after that. That's <laughs> oh, good to hear. I appreciate that, Stephen. Appreciate you bringing just 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 thinking about her and and, and remembering her. Uh, so, Chris, what's next? So, Stephen, uh, we know you're a, a coach at a Division One college now. Uh, you you had some coaching experience uh, prior to getting there. Was there a time in your life that that you decided that you wanted to be a coach, or what did it just happen, or was that the goal from the beginning? Yeah, I mean, I think you know, growing up, of course, it was always you know I want to go be a, a major league baseball player or whatever it might be, and then uh, always in the back of my mind when when uh, you know that dream became a reality of hey, you know what, you gotta you gotta find a way to do something else. Was I always always loved the game and and uh, and loved coaching. I didn't know going into college if I wanted to coach high school if I wanted to coach college um, and really it's when I got to TCU is when I figured out uh, that I really liked the, the college baseball uh, level I really liked the division one level as far as um, you know just a, a just one game day one game day to me was just fascinating of both teams taking BP and in and out and the music and the sounds and the, the mm -hmm. fans and the students at the games and just how much went into one game um, and then when, when I learned the the other side of it the recruiting side of it which is to me, that the lifeblood of every good, you know, program of any sport of of how good you can recruit and, and bring the best players in, uh, you know, that was the next piece to me. That was uh, kind of the separator because I go, hey, I get to go out here and and uh, find a way to bring guys to to where I'm coaching and and uh, and build my team. And so, to me, that's the competitive side of of trying to go out and find the best best players uh, wherever we can to build it up. And so, um, yeah, once I got done playing, I I knew the journey. People warned me of the journey because it's not a it's not an easy journey, and uh, you know, without the helps of of uh, you know my parents, there's no way I'd be sitting and uh, sitting and being the head coach at Texas State because they definitely helped me um, along the ways, you know, financially, but then also uh, you know, my car breaking down when you had no money, and yeah. and I remember I was a volunteer assistant trying to you know trying to figure it out and uh, doing lessons until ten o'clock at night and working camps and everything um, just to just to try to make ends meet. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, the goal obviously when you hopped in was to go be a D1 head coach. And, uh, you know, I'll be honest, it happened way sooner uh, rather than later. And to me, that's just, that's God's timing of it just worked out perfect. You know, I, I made some some hard decisions out there. One, 
Um, you know, one was, you know, whenever they, they stopped the program at Texarkana, I think that was um, his way of going, Hey, you know, you need to, you need to move out and go to, go to West Virginia and uh, go, go figure out this recruiting world and go attack the big 12. So I definitely think that was something I never would have done unless they shut down uh, the program. And then actually when I came back to Texas state, that was a, that was a tough decision as well. You're leaving a big 12 program that we're building. And obviously, you know, they were coach tri champs this year yeah. um, in the big champ and in, in the big 12 at West Virginia and coach Maisie's still there. And uh, but to me, there just there was something that told me and my wife that we needed to come back and and uh, come back to Texas State, which is an awesome place and awesome uh, community and, and a great campus and everything they had going for them. And and, uh, you know, I think most importantly for us, we want to have kids back in Texas. Um, and so that was the plan. And so had our daughter Ellison um, a little bit after that and then our son Banks. And then, yeah, four years as the assistant. And then um, our head coach retired and and I was fortunate enough to get the head job. So it's been uh, four eventful seasons and four uh, fun years battling through through COVID, setting the mm. the school record for losses, the school record for wins, um, and uh, had a, had another good year this year. So it's been uh, it's been a fun and a blast. And uh, but yeah, this is this was the goal, this is the dream, and and uh, here we are living it right now. I remember being thrilled, you know, to find out, you know, hey, you were coming back, you know, to TC just because of the idea of you know knowing you and this and that, and then. And then just just being blown away that they just killed the whole program. Uh, so, do you think if they wouldn't have killed the program, do you think you would still be there right now? Ooh, you know what? I, that's a that's a great question. I think the biggest question would have been, uh, you know, when when Coach Maisie asked me to go to West Virginia. I, you know, off the top of my head, I probably wouldn't have left because it was so comfortable and easy there. Uh, one, you know, staying in Texas, I was living at my parents' house. Uh, you know, it was. It was, it was a great time, and, and uh, you know, that's the last time I've lived in Hooks or around Hooks, so, you know, around all of our family and all the above. And so I don't know if I would have went to, uh, you know, West Virginia and made that made that jump. And so, you know, I don't know if that would have happened today. I, I, you know, I, the goal wasn't to stay there forever at Texarkana. Right. Uh, but, you know, also I was excited about what we were building there and, and uh, you know, the, the, the chance to go win championships of where I played and, and staying close. And so definitely I thought I would have stayed some more years um, just not know how long how long that would have been. Part of the shocker for me with TC was that it wasn't a bad program. It was a really good program. I mean that that you don't at least I guess in my mind I'm not used to good programs being killed like that. But I, I understand there was you know other things going on as far as having to make tough decisions. But I mean it, it was a really good program. So that's that that I just remember that blowing me away that um, you know uh, didn't make sense. But at the same time I mean you know financial crisis was stuff that there's always that stuff's going to happen. So I'm thankful now looking back uh, that it did happen like it did, because I mean, it, it did kind of get you motivated to, to, to just get out of your comfort zone and, 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 and see what, what like you said, how God has orchestrated it and, and, and did it in, in quicker time than you thought would happen. Oh, there's no doubt. And I think that's the, the key to everything in, in life. You just gotta, you gotta trust. He's got a plan and, and that's exactly what we did. So we took the, took the journey out there. And so, yeah, TC was a place that obviously produced unbelievable talent baseball wise. I mean, you think guys like like Hunter Pence, who's in the, you know, was in the big leagues for a long time. And then even on the coaching side, I think there's right now there's, there's uh, four, if not five, I think there's four division one head coaches, myself, uh, coach Van Horn at Arkansas, coach Mm -hmm. Bolt at Nebraska and coach Deggs at, at Louisiana Lafayette, who's in our, who's in our conference, um, you know, are all, all guys who were, who were head coaches there. And so it was a, it was a great place, but yeah, you're exactly right. You gotta, you gotta trust his timing. You gotta trust his plan. And, and, uh, never thought my, 
a million years I'd moved to Morgantown, West Virginia, but yeah. uh, we made some of our best friends there and some of our best memories. And so I'm, I'm very thankful for it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about um, coaching at the division one level. So is what's, what's something that you, you could tell high school baseball or softball players or, or, or any, any um, athlete that's getting recruited. Um, what's some advice that you could give to, to, to those kids? Yeah, I think I think number one is is, you know, one, enjoy the process. You know, to me, I think a lot of people put stress on themselves, you know, when they're talking to coaches or they're talking with uh, schools and they can't figure out where they want to go. And and I always flip it on the other side and go, hey, look, look, look at the bright side. You're getting a chance to, you know, pick a pick a great university or a college where you want to go and get a discount on it and uh, and play the game you love and get an education. So there's not a lot of people out there that that get that opportunity. So. Um, you know, one, when it starts, it can be very confusing. It can be, um, stressful, but I think you, you take it as, Hey, these, these people are wanting me and, and I get to choose where I get to go to school. So, uh, one, embrace it and enjoy it and, uh, and make it a family decision because I know it's the, it's the kids, you know, it's where they're going to go play and, and uh, find their home. But, uh, to me, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to find the right family. And, and, uh, to me, it was, it's always nice when the families lean on each other to, to help make that decision. I think the, the other piece is that, you know, it's, it's a lot of hard work. You know, I think, I think when people get recruited, um, you know, one, they try to work hard to get recruited and then they think, Hey, now I can stop being as good. And, and that's, that's just the start of it is trying to find the right place because you got to continue to work to find the place uh, when, when you get there and find a way to, to get in the lineup or get, uh, you know, get, get on the field as fast as you can. And so, um, you know, my, my, my things I tell people all the time and, and everything is number one, you got, you got to work hard. And, and if you work hard enough at what you want to do and you take enough pride and you put time aside and you make sacrifices, it usually works out for those people. And that's in, that's in a lot of different areas in life, but especially in sports. And so uh, that's something my dad taught me at a young age of, Hey, if, if you want to be great at it, um, I tell some of my players all the time, the, the story of, I'll never forget. We were playing uh, the missiles were playing, I believe the Apaches and, uh, and Brandon Garrett was on the mound. He struck, he struck me out three times. Um, and it was, you know, the big showdown, right? It was the best two teams playing. And I struck out three times. I think I was 12. And, uh, you know, I get in the car and I'm embarrassed and, and I'm mad. And, and I just start crying. And, and my dad just looked at me and go, hey, what, what are you doing? He goes, just stop. He goes, if you, want, if you don't want it to happen again, I'll see you at 6 a.m. And this is when I was, you know, 12 years old. And what that meant was that at 6 a.m., of course, we had school at 8 o'clock. He was going to meet me at the cages, you know, next door, which, you know, luckily we had. Yeah. access to and so we would hit from six o'clock to seven o'clock before school and go shower up and get to school and we did that a lot of times and so um you know i saw that with kelly and my dad with with the pitching side of it and so to me i think that's the biggest key is that you know you, you just gotta outwork people so um yeah. a lot of people want to out want people they they want the dream they want the scholarship they want to get places uh but to me you, you gotta outwork people uh you know physically mentally and and put the time in so um, so that, that's always it. The last part's always the academic side, um, you know, making sure you're taking care of your studies from a young age because, um, you know, you, one, you don't want that to set yourself apart of not getting recruited or not be able to, you know, go to your dream school because your grades aren't good enough. And, uh, and then, you know, the last part is, you know, obviously the financial piece. You can, you can get a lot of school paid for if you go crush it um, in the classroom. So part of that hard work um, obviously leaks over to the classroom as well. Yeah, I can remember uh, uh, Little League stuff. You know, my dad, I, it's crazy. I can remember him never being upset with me um, about, you know, whether it was striking out or, or making an error. He 
he got upset if uh, if I let it if I let it get me out of my game or if I let it basically you know you know make me act a fool. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. I, I remember getting a whipping one time in the dugout for throwing my helmet. You know yep. that kind of stuff. And then I also remember him telling me something similar to what you were talking about. You know, he he basically told me he said, "Listen, if you uh, if you." don't ever want to fail in this game or anything else, you know, then, you know, the, the only way that's never going to happen is if you just give up right now and never do anything. You're right. going to struggle. You're always going to, you know, but you can let it either, like you said, get, get up at 6am and go work out, you know, or you can, you can, or whether it's, you know, something else in life, you, you can work harder, you can keep trying or like and the exact quote, what he, what he said to me, and they put it on the, on the sign up there uh, at the field uh, for him is that, you know, those who – the only ones who never lose are the ones who never play. Yep. You know, yep. I'm telling me that you're guaranteed to not have to worry about this if you just give up. But if you don't give up, you know, then you're going to you're gonna face these things again, but you're also going to face more success. So For, for sure. For, and, and to me, adversity, adversity builds character, and uh, you're going to deal with it, especially, uh, you know, in baseball and softball when the game's built off of failure. Yeah. Um, and so it, it, it creates a, a great thing. But, yeah, I can – I can still hear your dad's voice coming up the bat. I always felt confident when he would when he he he'd say my name. I could hear I can still hear the the tone in his voice. And and uh, that guy was a he was a legend at, at Hooks of the League. So what a what an awesome job and and awesome they named the field after him. So that we was, that was beautiful. With all of those men uh, and women that that helped out up there, whether it was for me and Chris and you know Scott's age and and, and Chris Birdwell to to even you know a little down the road with you, uh, we were just really really fortunate with with the. The, the people that were in this town um, goes to because your dad, hey, you know, your your dad put into to so much many more lives than just yours. You know, what I mean, and he and he did that intentionally, just like all these other guys that 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 we talk about. And it's a it's a really, uh, to be honest, we were probably spoiled and didn't realize it with, with <laughs> who, who we had, you know, uh, around us. And Keith Bird was one we always talk about. No, you know? for sure, for sure. And you know, I'll be honest with you, like that's that's part of my motto now of, of coaching, you know, of course I get, I get judged on a different stage now of wins yeah. and losses. And that's how, you know, I, I keep my job or, you know, have my job. But, you know, to me, that's just, that's, that's part of the business side. To me, it's all about developing these men into, into men and, and helping them one, get education and two develop them into great husbands and, and fathers and, and uh, people, people in this world. And so to me, that's the, the most important piece. They come back 10 years later with families and, and successful to me. That's, that's the win. And so the, the baseball fun part of it is fun and, and uh, exciting, but that's, that's the key to it. And, and, you know, you think back to it, that's probably where I learned a lot of my values were through those Lily days. And, and a lot of people in hooks, uh, you know, touch my lives in that, in that same area. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Steven, I'm, I'm sorry about you striking out those three times in that game, <laughs> but I mean, you, you was at a disadvantage because you were playing against the Apaches and you were a missile. <laughs> I, mean, that's- I, 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 I agree. I agree. I did get picked up though, mom. So I have, I have a little bit of Apache in me too, because I got picked up. So I was, I was a missile slash Apache at times. See, and I have a completely different recollection of the Apaches about six or seven years earlier than that. Uh, I think being the bat boy for dad, because they were so bad at one point, but uh, yeah. we refer to those years, the pre and post bird years, as far as the Apaches. Uh, yep. Um, the the difference in it, I guess it was Red Lick. Him and Chuck Huffman brought Red Lick to town, and 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 it just changed everything. They even were so good they could mask having people like Chris Chris Bates on the team. You know, <laughs> so, uh, that's how good 
that's how good those Birdwell and Huffman guys were. So uh, they were hey, good. One more, one more question for you, and then we're going to play five questions, which is, well, I guess six more questions. But uh, the the last five are just fun and pretty quick. Um, you know, HFND is a big deal around here. Uh, it, it's been, I'm, I'm going to say, most of my life, if not my entire life, uh, it's it's been a big deal. And uh, uh, we know that it actually, you know, technically it stands for Hornet Fight Never Dies. But I want to ask you as a graduate. Uh, and as a Hooks Hornet, because that, that's who you are forever. Um, what does it mean to you personally? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was, you know, exactly what, uh, you know, you, you think about all the times and the, and the blood, sweat, and tears you put into, uh, you know, that community, but more importantly, the, the athletic side of it and uh, how many how many guys and, and girls got, you know, just worked extremely hard to make that place prideful. And I think that's one thing now, you know, where I don't I don't get to get back a whole lot, but um, I got to spoke to, I think it was the, the football team a few years back. And, and the one thing I told them was you guys have no idea how many people that you don't know, you don't see, um, that, that, that love this place. They love you because you're a Hornet and they love you because, um, they, they want you to succeed because they want to, they have a lot of pride in this place. And, uh, and it's always, you know, like we tell our guys now, you know, the, the things they have now because of the people before them and, and the uh, same when I got there, we, there was a lot of nice things we had. Uh, the new field house and things like that because of the people that came before us. And so uh, to me, it, it taught you a lot of, a lot of life lessons. And, uh, you know, I still talk with a lot of my high school. We actually have our, um, I think it's our 20th high school uh, reunion coming up this fall that I'm going to try to make it back for, which is crazy to think about, but, uh, but that place is, that place is special. And uh, we try to get back as much as we can to see, see family. But, you know, a lot of the memories I think back of when I, when I played were, were times, uh, you know, we're in the blue. And, uh, and so to me, it's, uh, it's a special place that we love. Well, you, you, um, and I, I know you've been, you've been back, you know, in, in the last few months, uh, uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, can, you know, can a little more, we understand, you know, man, it's just, like I said, you don't have any downtime. Uh, but it is, it is just, it's crazy. It's unbelievable. I don't even I don't know what other adjectives I can think of as far as just that to see what's happening around here. Um, whether it is, you know, the, the, the kind of the pride, the spirit of the community, the school, the, the physical things that are changing, um, the additions, all the new stuff. I mean, it's, it's just, and we haven't really seen anything yet as far as what we believe is really coming. Uh, and it's such a, it's, it's great for like old farts like me and Chris. Uh, <laughs> um, I told him, I think we said it on the show a couple of times, you know, we've been we've been screaming how amazing it was for years and years, and now the rest of the Bowie County is starting to understand and believe it. So <laughs> that's uh, right. And I don't know if we were wrong or they just didn't know. I think they just. Didn't know. <laughs> that's uh, right. But, hey, uh, speaking of uh, playing playing football and putting on the blue, so I went to the field house on Monday. Coach Burble was up there. Um, we were looking at the Dave Campbell's uh, magazine, and there was three highlight films on on a drawer. And I was looking through them. He's like, you want them? I'm like, yes, they're VHS. And he said, well, I don't know if – I don't know anybody. He said, if, if you know anybody that would want them, they can have them, but they probably don't have a v, VCR. Well, I actually have a VCR that I purchased from the Salvation Army probably like a year ago. And so I I actually popped in y'all's uh, highlight video from your senior year. So uh, I watched that Monday night. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. That was a that was a that was a crazy year. You know, we, we that was the first year we we hopped down to uh, to two A and uh, got off to a a rough start because we we played a th- entire three A schedule and uh, and I had some close games in there. But we start the season zero and six. We lost our first district game to 
to decap by one point, and uh, and then we went on a, a six game six game winning streak, I believe, that went us all the way three rounds deep against uh, Corey and Camden, and had them had them tied going to the fourth. And so it was a uh, that was a that was a fun year to to learn how to over overcome the adversity. But uh, but yeah, my my job was pretty easy that year. I just hand it hand it left, hand it right to number twenty two. He was pretty good. So when just, he just hand it off. Started the digital. We'll hey, but what a lot of people don't realize is Travis Bishop was pretty special on that team too. Yep, yep. He got hurt. He got hurt the first round of the playoffs, which hurt us. So mm-hmm. he got hurt the first game against Perryland. He, uh, he, he, I think he tore his ACL. So, um, so. we're, we're going to check on seeing about getting those converted to, to like digital because I know you can do that. And then uh, if we can get those posted, Stephen, we'll tag you and some other guys, uh, stuff like that. That'd be a lot of fun. Perfect. So, just, just don't put all my interceptions in there. That'd be great. Well, now nah, we're not going. Now, nah, did we even throw the ball back then? We're not going to do <laughs> third and long every once in a while. Third so, long. Yeah. So, hey, uh, five questions here, real quick, okay? Now you, we we give we give our guests kind of our what we want to ask them because we just want them to be prepared, and we don't want to. We're not trying to blindside anybody, and then we come up with these to where we're absolutely trying to blindside people, uh, but just for fun, nothing too serious. Um, we got five real quick for you. Uh, number one, in your opinion. Who would you say was Mama Pat's favorite ch- trout kid? Who I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna deflect to Scott. He was the first one, and and I feel like Scott never got in trouble with, with anything. So uh, he he was pretty perfect. So I'm I'm gonna go with Scott. I agree 100. percent It was sickening to be around, but I agree because <laughs> I was in trouble. I mean, I, I, before I woke up, I did something, but I, you know, but but yeah, Scott was always doing good. Kenny and I were always in trouble. So, um, so yeah agree with that one real quick for you all right chris number two so i i'm pretty confident coach burble was coaching y'all your senior year right he was he, he was, was. I, was I, I thought he was back by then so so who's more fun to be around coach chris birdwell or brother-in-law chris birdwell <laughs> well he he was you know he was young whenever we had him uh i, I do remember a few blow-ups but it wasn't towards me um and so but I'm definitely gonna say uh, off the field. So the uh, yeah, he, he he's also he's doing a. You talk about all those nice things happening. Uh, I'm a big believer in him, what he's doing for that for that program and city and all the above. And so, but yeah, definitely uh, when we get to hang out and uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving, uh, definitely definitely off the field. Yeah, I, I, he we tell people all the time he's really funny. You just have to you have to know him long enough to be able to get into that part where you you know he he, he is funny. Uh, number three. Better pitcher, Scott or Kelly? No, Kelly, hundred <laughs> percent. So that, that, that was it. Now Scott had a, had a really good curveball. I will say that, but I mean, you got you got all state out there, and and uh, so it was that was that that was interesting. I caught I, and I caught a lot of her bullpens when dad when dad couldn't make it. So yeah. um, so Scott Scott had the breaker, but but Kelly had it going on. I love that there was absolutely no hesitation. <laughs> you didn't even have to think about that answer, but then you, then as a, being a good brother, you kind of went back to, to, to make sure, you know, I mean, he wrote a book about pitching. That's got to, you know, that is true. That is true. I still didn't get paid for being in that. So signed it for me. I got it. Your dad tried to sell it to me for about $200. But, of course he did. Of course he did. Ended up being free. So, <laughs> all right, Chris, what's next? So we know you played some, uh, some, maybe some uh, minor league baseball. And I know one of the teams you played on was the, the Kansas city T-bones. So y'all had some, al- y'all, y'all had some alternate jerseys in at the T-bone. They were, they look like a lumberjack. Yep. So can we expect some alternate jerseys like Texas state for the, for the 
Bobcats, maybe the sleeveless at least. Uh, they, they, you know, we have we used to have a sleeveless jersey, and they they begged me a thousand times, let them go no sleeves, but uh, a- a- absolutely not. You know, we'll go some different. We'll go like all golds or all blacks because uh, that's kind of the the new trend right now. But we try to keep it pretty classic. So no, no sleeveless, no sleeveless for us. You like those lumberjack T-bone jerseys? No, the only reason I did it, and the only reason I didn't wear sleeves underneath it, because I was a rookie, and they pretty much made me do it because I was a rookie. So, so yeah. for anybody anybody that's listening, if you if if you're friends with uh Stephen on Facebook, you can go to his Facebook page and look at those <laughs> those jerseys. But we're, we're gonna we're gonna post I was that gonna say, picture. I bet we can post. <laughs> it. Even better, even better. Enjoy it. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Hey, last one, and then uh, this one has a little bit of a. Uh, well, it has a tag to it also, okay? okay? All right, who who did all the athleticism in the Trout family come from? Was it Eddie or Gene? Ooh, that's pretty tough, but I'm going to have to go with Pops. So, uh, you know, he, he still brags about how he could run the option back in the day. And so, but, uh, you know, mom, mom could run a little bit. She, she, she raced me a couple times uh, when I was younger, but definitely have to go with, uh, with that. But if you go brains, we know who we're going on that one. Well, so. I mean. Hey, and, and we we we've agreed with you. I mean, I, I would have thought there's no question about this until basketball season this year. Go ahead, Chris. Tell tell them what happened. So, Miss Jean Trout, we have the the tortilla toss at halftime. You toss the tortilla. You try to get closest to the X, and she actually won it. She tossed the tortilla. <laughs> it was a perfect throw. She won some prizes, and as she was walking down the stands, she said. They always thought that they got their athleticism from Eddie, but it's really me. That's right. That's right. Well, I got my coaching skills from her because she was she was twenty five and zero as a, as, a, as my T ball coach. So uh, uh, she she's still undefeated. So, well, Steve, man, hey, we really appreciate you spending some time with us. Uh, I know it's been it's a look going about 35, 36 minutes, and I told you about twenty five. So I didn't mean to lie to you, but but the thing is, we get to talking, and sometimes it just it just happens like that. But man, we sure do appreciate you making time uh, for us, and congratulations. You know, in the last last two or three years, I mean, you 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 are it's well deserved as far as the recognition you're getting and what Texas State's getting uh, because of the hard work. And I know there's a lot of people before you. But but hey, God put you in the position, and, and you are, are 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 using every everything that He's given you as far as you know, just just your knowledge and and your and your your people skills, and just the idea of, of being the uh, well stand up guy that these kids can can believe in you um, and and want to come there. So uh, just appreciate you coming or, or, or spending time with us, and um, you know, man, we wish you the best. Uh, if you ever you know get back here, um, you know. Let us get with you sometime. Maybe do a little quick you know, video interview, something. Maybe we can get all three of you guys together. And we can talk about how great a pitcher Kelly was. Something like that. <laughs> uh, no, that's perfect. No, I appreciate it, guys. It was a blast, and uh, looking forward to hearing some more of these. And then, uh, yeah, we get back. We'll make it happen. That might be the perfect time to bring Ed on, so we can all all make sure he's saying the right things. I we, I mean, I mean, you know, I've I've known him my whole life. I I think I mean he he would be a lot of fun to have on here. Um, and uh, uh, that, it'd just be a lot of fun just get all you guys together. For he one played time, on so. the only undefeated football team, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. He did. He did. So he'll, he still talks about how they got beat in the play or how they tied in the playoffs. So I, can, I can tell you every story he's going to tell you because he's told us a thousand times. But well, we, he, we, we let it go. He's given a few that 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 um, I don't even know if we could air, but. Uh, <laughs> but 
know they're true because my dad told me the same stuff, you know, as far as, you know, you know, uh, about him when I was growing up. So, yep, that's exactly right. That's but, uh, exactly right. Man, again, we sure appreciate you. We'll let you go. We know you got a lot going on. Uh, like I said, good luck to you next year. Go Bobcats. Go Bobcats. Uh, go T-Bones, whatever, you know. And, and we'll be looking for those alternate jerseys. All right, brother? Perfect. I'll let you know if I get them. I appreciate you guys. All right. Thanks a lot, Steve. All right. See you. First, you trade the Cadillac for a microphone. Then you lie to me about the band. Now you're going to put me right back in the joint. They're not going to catch us. We're on a mission from God. This is 2003 Hooks High School graduate and Texas State baseball coach Stephen Trout. You're listening to the Tunnel Crew Has Been's podcast. All right, everybody, we're back. Um, again, we want to thank uh, Stephen Trout for being on the show. It was really fun, uh, just what we expected. Um, we want to give him all the, you know, all the, um, what's the word? Credit? Cre- no, not credit. What's the word? We we hope he does great in his endeavors at Texas State. That's, wanna, yeah, wish him the best. Wish him the best. I, I could not think of that, the words. The words would not come out of my mouth. <laughs> I feel bad for Scott, man. Golly. Or I just also realized that I was probably, you know, not a very good baseball player because Scott, Scott struck the mess out of me out because I'm bat left-handed. It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't even fair. Well, it was not fair. Scott was pretty good. I don't, I don't know if Steven gave him as much credit <laughs> as he deserved. So, I mean, there. I don't even know if the question was finished. And he said, Kelly. Yeah. Kelly. So, but that was that was fun stuff. Um, like I said, we wish him the best at, at Texas State, and we know he's gonna we know he's gonna do good because he's yeah. from Hooks. Oh, and yeah. We're just good at everything. I mean, I, I love him, you know, succeeding there. But I'd love to see him. I mean, I'd love to see him, you know, somewhere you know, at, at Hooks, like t- Hooks University. Like well, yeah. in a few years down the road, we're gonna have Hooks University. Right, right. We can hire him, right? Right. It'd be I the mean, Hooks Hornets University. <laughs> Um, you're, 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 yeah, okay. Um, I was thinking TCU. It'll be right behind Acadian and Joe's right in the post office. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of Acadian and Joe's, so uh, next week, Acadian and Joe's will be closed all week. I think they're going to go on a little miniature vacation or whatever. So, what are y'all going to do? How's the depot going to handle well, the three hour lunch break? I don't, there? I don't know how other people are going to handle it, but I've only, I'll only be at work two days next week. So, I'll have to find somewhere to eat two days. So I'll be all right. I'll make it. Are you going to be at work two days, or you mean you'll be on the premises two days? I'm going to be work. When I show up to the Red River Army Depot, (laughs) I give them a good 10 hours of work. Oh, goodness. Well, so hey, we're not we're not eating today. We got to burn out and take care of some other stuff. Special episode next week. We're not going to tell you about it right now, but but, uh, something special coming up next Friday. So uh, be looking for that. Again, appreciate Stephen coming on. And uh, anything else going on? No. Uh, one more month, and we, we will have more to talk about than we can even you know. Yeah, imagine. one more month, and then everybody can be, they can be 
if they can't be athletes, they can be athletic, athletic supporters. supporters. Well, we got to have Coach Burwell on in a month. How about that? Bring it back around. Yep. Start season two. No, we well, I guess you can say it starts season two, but I mean, we didn't start until what, October of last year. Yeah. So we're still a ways from making it a year. But I don't know, man. Some of these dang shows on TV have eight episodes, and they they have a new season. True. So we're at thirty one now. I imagine we'll be so bumping we're, we're 34, gonna, 35. So, so thirty one episodes is a season from here on out. Is that? What? I didn't say that. I oh. said Birdwell. That'd be like four more. Oh, okay. So like thirty five, maybe. So at thirty five, that's a season. That gives us, you know, the, those built in little breaks, you know, here and there for things that, you know, you know, like a. You know, like when you're off playing DYB. Yep. Stuff like that. So, all right, again, appreciate it, uh, Stephen Trout. Uh, Scott, man, I'm sorry. I hate it, but it was just – it's it's the way it went. Uh, we'll have Scott on. He can rebut all this stuff at some point too. Yeah. Uh, we'll give him the option. I say just, just all of them, right? Uh, Eddie, but Eddie's a must. Eddie is a must. So, we need to get that, that lined out and just and – just, what, what, what do you think? Just do it one time and ask for forgiveness after? For sure. So, that's my motto. That's your motto. <laughs> that's All right. the way I live. So uh, give us the tagline again, and we'll be out of here. Uh, if you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. Have a great weekend.